This is the Cater Breakfast Podcast with Sophie Nathan. All right, let's kick off. She has performed at Glastonbury. Two Brit Awards to her name and she's the honest music dance queen. Becky Hill joining us in studio. So stoked to have you in. Hey, thank you so much for having me. And coming all the way halfway down under the world, how was that trip down here? Is it first time? Yes, first time here. And I think it's kind of mad that I can take a plane for 30 hours and get here and people know my music. I just think that's absolutely mental. We've had like two shows in Australia, one in Sydney, one in Melbourne, both sold out headline shows. Um, we did two festivals over in New Zealand and the reaction there was was just insane. So it's been really lovely to feel the um, warm welcome that I'm getting over here. It really makes me feel like I'm not doing this for like for no reason. Like yeah. It feels like it's working, which is so lovely to feel. Well, it is amazing. And honestly, down here in Australia, and New Zealand, we are such a fan of your music. What was it like? I was there in the New Zealand show for New Year's. You saw in the festival for us. What was that moment like hearing everyone sing back your songs to you? It's crazy. I I think um, you never really know what songs resonate in what parts of the world. Mm. And I think you can go over somewhere and, you know, expect like the MK collaboration to go off. But that was in the UK. That's something that everybody kind of knows. But over here, it was like that was one of the lesser known ones. Interesting. And then you can go and do the one with NetSky and Chase and Status and the two Wilkinson records and Everybody in New Zealand knew those records, word for word. And I actually haven't been to a place and sang those records and had that reaction like that ever. So it's really nice to be able to, to kind of test out who knows what. Um, and it's really nice to see that people do know the stuff over here. It's it's really humbling. Yeah. So the new track, we're talking about how music resonates with different places. You've teamed up with Australian artist Sunny Federa. Yeah. How did that collab come about? So I actually worked with Sunny back in 2019 um, with a writer called Karen Paul, who has been a long-standing collaborator of mine. Um, she was an artist herself, actually, back in the day, and then has gone on to write amazing songs like Lola's Theme by The Shapeshifters, which is an iconic dance yep. record for me um a lot of Kylie stuff and then we started working when I joined the industry and um we went on to write Remember with David Guetta um Disconnects with Chase and Status um and we've written this one together this is just me and her as well so it's really nice to have um to have some history with her somebody I love so much and to actually make this record with Sunny work he jumped on the record we sent him we sent him the record and he kind of changed the production entirely and and we fell in love with it as soon as we heard it and we had to have him on the record so it feels really special to be over in Australia in Sonny's motherland Mm -hmm, in the homeland yes with um with a record out that um that I'm really hoping we'll, we'll we'll do bits over here yeah I think so I mean at your concert on the weekend everyone went off when you performed it it was epic but you are sort of the queen of collabs and features you know especially in dance music how does it actually work do you just send it away and go here have a have a hack at it and see what happens or do you have a mindset of what you want it to sound like um the collaborations come about differently so some people just add their name on a record some people do a bit of production um, some people I've written with in the room and it's come out with the, with, with the feature on, um, you know, it, it really depends. I think it's been an interesting one for me with, uh, with features because I started off as the featured artist, yeah. um, you know, and it, it, I, it took me some time to be able to get enough traction to have these 
DJs feature on my on record. Your track. Yeah, you put your name first and it's kind of like they want to work with you now. Yeah, yeah. and and that that's taken me about 10 years to wow. to get to that point. And I think the next step for me now is to be able to have um my own records without anybody featuring. Yeah, I was going to um, say is that sort of the next kind of plan. I mean, 2023 you had an incredible year. Some of those headline performances and awards and you were even on a TV series helping young stars come through. Where do you want to see this year go? I have got another album coming out and I would love I would love that to be a big album. Yeah. Um I've got an arena tour in the UK which is nearly sold out. I think it's like 95% sold. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah, it's it, it that was crazy for me. Um I would love we're going to Europe and doing my first ever European headline run which I'm hoping does really well in terms of tickets. Um we're going back over to America and then hopefully coming back over here as well and doing some more bits over here. Um I just like this year I would love world domination and oh, I would, of course yeah, <laughs> I mean, why not? Isn't that just on right. the on the resolution list? Exactly. <laughs> um, and I and you know, I turn thirty next month. Um, I'm getting married this year. It's and I'm just hoping that everything slots into place. And you've got a lot on. If we're talking wedding, birthday, oh, yeah, arena big, tours, travel, <laughs> do you big, get yeah. downtime? No, no. Okay, of Who course. Needs it? Stupid question. What am I talking about? I get downtime when I'm retired. <laughs> we don't need to do that for a long, long time. Now you are on a lot of these dance anthems. The album that's coming out. Are we sticking in this genre, or are we potentially like you? I'm honestly going to say you have one of the most powerful voices and beautifully tonal like live I've ever heard so I'm like uh, is there ever a chance that you kind of delve into different genres or you like dances my heart and my soul yeah I would definitely say like I think after the first album which I did more sort of pop records Mm. on I definitely feel like this next album I wanted more deeper rooted in dance music. Yeah. Um, So I've been working with some incredible people. I do have a song on there that is just piano and vocal. (gasps) I can't wait. Oh my God, that's so (laughs) exciting. I heard that video of you singing in the beautiful New Zealand mountain range and I was like, we need some of this. We need a little bit of stripped back Becky. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely one of them on there. And um, yeah, I mean... Right now I'm doing dance music and and I absolutely love dance music. And I also love being an act, an artist in the dance world that isn't a DJ, yep. that isn't a producer with a band. It's I'm front and centre and I'm kind of giving people a hybrid experience of something that they would go and see in pop music, mm-hmm. but giving them a dance you know, a dance music experience. And I want to see, I, I want to see how far I can run with it and, and see how many people want to come on board and Epic. see if I can take it global this year. Do you have a dream of who you'd want to come on board if we're talking like dream collabs or? I think Calvin, Calvin Harris would be a dream of mine yep. to do. Um, I, I don't know whether he, I don't know what his problem is. Um, what is his problem? <laughs> Why have you not reached out, Calvin? We'll put this up and be like, bro, slide into the DMs. Like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> no big deal. Like, <laughs> well, if you see this Calvin Harris on the off chance, Becky wants a collab and it's going to be bloody good. Yeah, we should try something at least. Yeah, at, at least something. give me a chance. <laughs> oh, that would be epic. One quick question. I um, was watching some of your previous interviews and there was one last year that there was one question that has been plaguing my mind and you were flying to um an island for an 11 week residency and you were trying to get your dog over there yes and you were trying to get a private jet for your dog mm-hmm. did you do it yeah did you really yeah 
Oh my god! Is that the did. biggest like like celebrity move you've ever pulled? Yeah. <laughs> now listen, yeah. This is how I justify it. Jonas Blue. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, wait, no. Wait. Yeah, because I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad because it's not me at all. It's not my flex at all. No, but it's your dog. Like, but you it's my baby there. girl. And also, Jonas Blue has a swimming pool in his garden with his own logo at the bottom of his pool. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so we're on the scale so of things. So if I want to get a freaking plane with my dog on it, <laughs> and then I'm going to do it. Well deserved, well deserved. Listen, if Jonas wants to sell his house in six months, who wants a JB pool? Justin Bieber. Ah, uh, uh, we've thought about this, but no, yeah. ag- agreed. The logo is a huge Yeah, move. we were thinking of like, we were having this conversation <laughs> and I was like, you'd have to get like John and Barbara in to buy the house. Two very common names. I feel like you'd actually yep. find a good John and Barbara. Like the whole thing is like, I think his house is painted blue. Oh, okay. We're really pushing the boat here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's got a coffee machine and all his coffees are listed as like Jonas Blue themed. So it's like not a cup of Joe, it's oh, a God. cup of Joe. A cup of Joe <laughs> Yeah, which I think is kind of genius. Yeah, I guarantee so, he listens to his music on repeat in that house. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So um, so yeah, I got a little, I got, I say I got a little, I got a, I got a jet for the dog and she was good as gold. And there was a couple of bits where I was like, look, because her, her name's Piggy. Terrible to lose around a police station. But oh, um, oh, it's really bad that's happened before. <laughs> Um, but like little pig was was with us, and I put her on my lap, and I was like, "Baby, look, look outside," and pointed to the window when yeah. we were up in the air. And she looked down, and you oh, could god. see a little face being like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then she got off, and she did a big anxiety shake, and then she curled up and went to sleep for the whole journey. Oh, stunning! She got the experience of everything. Yeah, she's now we're great. we're gonna finish up because I know I've only got you for a very short amount of time. Uh, it's called the celebrity name game. Go on, where you you say a celebrity's name, so we're gonna use you, Becky Hill. Okay, and you write to their last name like a different profession so it was pretty big on TikTok and it would be something like um, Becky Hill she joined George Foreman is now Becky Grill right okay so I'm gonna start and then we're gonna go back to back until someone can't rhyme (laughs) okay I've got I've only prepared okay fine Um, Becky's playing soccer and she didn't score Becky nil uh, Becky became a drug dealer. She's Becky Pill. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, we started strong. Becky is working at a cash register. Becky Till. Uh, Becky started growing pickles. She's Becky Dill. That was good. Um, Becky can breathe underwater. Becky Gill. Uh, <laughs> Becky started up an ice bar. That's Becky Chill. <gasps> Becky has a florist with only one flower. Becky Daffodil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Becky started up her own theme park. That's Becky Thrill. No, you're too good at this. Becky... Bicky Bicky wins. Bicky wins. Yes! <laughs> You've been listening to the Cater Breakfast Podcast. With Sophie Nathan. She doesn't even go here. For more, tune in to Cater weekday mornings from 6 on iHeartRadio or DAB+. Plus.